Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hi and welcome to episode 32 of the UK Travel Planning Podcast. In this week's episode, I chat with Wendy Hume, who travelled with her husband Daryl from New South Wales, Australia to the UK for 31 days in October 2022. In this episode, Wendy talks about how she planned the trip, the highlights of their itinerary, including places visited during their road trip from Edinburgh to Southampton, her favourite experiences, accommodation options and tips from her trip. So without further ado, let's hear from Wendy. I like to say that I'm really happy that we've got Wendy joining us on the podcast today because I think you're the first Australian that we did a, a itinerary consult with that's actually come on the podcast to talk about the trip. So that's going to be really exciting for fellow Aussies to hear. Um, so do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, would you like to introduce yourself, Wendy, and tell us a little about, about where you live and um, yeah, just a bit about your background? Yep. So um, I'm Wendy and I live down on New South Wales, South Coast, in a little town called Burrill Lake. Yep. I'm a registered nurse and we've been wanting to go to the UK for a long time. And um, so my husband, Daryl, and I, we sat down one day and started jotting where we wanted to go and that's what happened. I know, and you, um, you, yeah, you joined the group, and then you kind of you contacted us, didn't you? Because you had quite a quite a big itinerary planned. Because you were joining a cruise at the end of your trip around the UK. That's correct. So um, most of our holidays we ever do involve a cruise of some description. Yep. So um, so we wanted to add this holiday, and it actually became bigger than what we originally planned. We were just going to have a week in London. Yep. But um, we then I wanted to go to where my grandparents were from and it sort of just went from there. I know and it ended up being so how how long were you actually in the UK altogether? 31 days. Wow wow. Not long enough. Oh really I know you want to go back I'm so excited that you want to go back it's it's brilliant and do the North Coast 500 so that's so exciting. That's definitely on our plan for either 24 or uh, yeah 24 or 25. Yeah I'd Personally, I'd like to go back for 12 and spend 12 months there. Oh, wow. You loved it so much. I absolutely, absolutely loved it. I just don't know if I can get a visa for that long. Okay. Well, you're a nurse, so you never know. I don't, I don't know the visa situation, but, um, you know, the, the, do, I know the UK crying out for nurses, so you never know. So I don't know what the, the ins and outs are, but, um, wow. But, I, you know, but your roots are from, you know, your grandparents on one, both sides are from, from the UK. Is that right? From England. Uh, yeah, both my grandparents. So, yeah, my maternal grandmother was from Cumbria District. Yep. And my grandfather, um, my sorry, my maternal, both of them. Yeah. And my grandfather, he was from um, Northumberland, so Newbegin by the Sea. Yeah, my my part of the world. So that, that was that was so exciting when you told me that. I'm sure we're probably yeah. related somewhere, you know. Um. That's- so just. Just give us a kind of a brief overview of what you did, because I know when when we first started talking to you, because I think you'd, you would you'd kind of priced it up with a travel agent and you were going to do it that way, and then you decided that you'd 
do it, kind of do it yourself. I would never have had the courage to do it if it wasn't for you and Doug. Yeah. So um, after our chat with you, we sat down and we revised what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go. So we knew we had to be in Southampton at a certain date. Yep. We knew we wanted a week in London and we knew we wanted to go to Northumberland and the Lakes District and the Jacobite steam train. So we yep. just sort of plotted it out from there. Yeah, you did a really good job as well doing it, kind of going up one one side of the country and coming back. And you, you, I think you got everything in it that you wanted to go to, didn't you? I think you basically got we, it all. We absolutely did. We, yeah. um, we certainly did. We saw everything we wanted to see. Um, it was... People might say it was rushed, but it wasn't rushed. Um, certainly, if you could have three nights in a spot, it would be much better. But we just worked with the time frame that we had and saw as much as we could in case we never got back there again. Yeah, you did a really good job of it. Um, and actually, I mean, I'm going to ask you because we're busy writing up the a kind of three, four week itinerary, road trip itinerary. And, um, you know, we're going to look at what 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 you worked out and what we worked out. Because it was really good. It was really good. And you you went. You went to Scotland, you went to Wales, you went to England, you went, you went, even went down to Cornwall, didn't you? You went right down there. So we did. It did everything in, which is really good. Yeah, it was, it was tight. Um, but it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And we saw everything. And I was really good following your trip as well when you, cause like I know you had, you've got, uh, you had a Facebook page where you were putting lots of pictures on and it was really cool to see where you were and, and how you were enjoying it as well. Yeah. No, that was good. So obviously some of the destinations that you went to, like you wanted to go to London and obviously you had to be down in Southampton to pick up the cruise ship. And you obviously, because your family connections, you wanted to go to the Lake District in Northumberland. And I know you really wanted yep. to do the Jacobite. Um, so what about the other places that you chose to go? How did you kind of choose those? The, your Facebook page, people's comments, um, Google, Google and Google. Yeah. And um my Bible was the Rick Steves um UK planning book and the Lonely Planet planning book. I just read them from page page after page after page for twelve months, highlighting things, researching things, going back to Google, looking at things. And um, obviously looking at our, our um our website. Oh, your website, messaging you in the middle of the night. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. We just wanted to make sure that you were right with, like, you you were right with how you were planning it, and that you felt comfortable with everything that you planned. Because I know yep. you were a bit, you were a bit nervous, and I know when we, I know when we talked about it, you were really nervous about doing the guest houses and the and the B and Bs. But I think you you really enjoyed them. Oh, absolutely loved them. Like next time, that's all I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, the being because we'd never stayed in a B and B or a guest house before, so we were really nervous about that. But oh, they were great. We had a great time. That we didn't have a bad one. So, so tell us what is what is because I'm always telling everybody what's so special about staying in a B and B or a guest house. But you tell tell everybody all the listeners what it was about that that made that you really enjoyed. It was just like really homely and just really really personal. The service absolutely loved it. Oh, that's. It was just small. They weren't crowded, so you didn't have a lot of people. And at breakfast, there might have only been two or three other couples, and you all got to sort of catch up and talk about what you were doing that day and what you'd done the day before, and you got hints from each other. 
Exactly. And the people that own the guest house, the B&B, they'll tell you great places to go, where not to go. And like I say, you meet other people from all over the world who are also doing the same as you. And it's great because, you, like I say, you get loads of hints and tips from them, don't you? So the B&Bs are amazing, like just so much more personal than a hotel. Just nice and cosy. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, like we're, we're talking before, like you, there's only a few of you probably staying there. There's people from all over the world that are staying there. And yeah, you get that chance to have a chat at breakfast, don't you? Yeah, you certainly do. And like just like some bushwalks that people told us about. And we were at one at Windermere in the yeah. Lakes District. And one couple said to us, we said we were going to the Hundernol. Is that how you say it in North Wales? Yeah, yeah. And they said, make sure you stop at Chester, have lunch at Chester, go into Chester. And mm-hmm. that was the best day. We just, that place, without them telling us, we would never have gone there. You know, I'm so glad that you went to Chester because I've got a whole article on Chester and it, it, it doesn't come up very often, but isn't it? It's such a lovely, lovely place to visit. It was amazing. We absolutely loved it. It was just, a, we were only going to stop for half an hour and we were there for half a day. It was amazing. Brilliant. Oh, well, you can definitely put that on your list when you go back again then, I definitely. guess. Definitely. Yep. Here we go there. So do you want to give us kind of like a, a brief what kind of over the 31 days because obviously you know we can't we can't spend an hour talking about it It'd be great to but yeah like could you go through each of the places kind of order that you went and then like also the highlights of those different places would be amazing as well so we had six days in london which yep. was really good we weren't organized for london we didn't organize our time well there um we saw everything we wanted to see um we stayed at the tower bridge down at the Tower Bridge area, which we thought was a great area. Yeah, it is. It was so handy. We stayed at the Tower Hotel and had a view of Tower Bridge, and it was just amazing. Yeah, perfect. Um, so we we really enjoyed London, but we didn't. We missed a lot of stuff because we weren't we weren't prepared. We weren't prepared for everything not to open till ten o'clock. Ah, uh, okay, okay. But we were not prepared for that, so we were up and out and ready to go at seven o'clock, and then we'd have to wait. Wait. I was going to say that's not going to be the case in the UK. Yeah. No, <laughs> but that's okay. We still we did everything we wanted to do. We missed Camden Markets and um so and the Soho area, but that's okay. We saw everything else we wanted to see. Yeah, exactly. We were then we caught the train to York. We caught yep. the um, LNER train, and that was such a great experience. Like if we went back, we'd travel more by train. Like yeah. It was really good. We caught the train to York. Absolutely loved York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody says to us, what was your favourite part of the UK? And we say every, everywhere we went was our favourite. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you can't narrow it down. Everything has something different to offer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we spent some time in York and the train museum. Yeah. I just put that on our itinerary for Daryl because I knew that was something that he, so we did that the first afternoon we got there so we weren't rushed. Yeah. And he was just, he loved it. It was heaven. He, I didn't think he'd ever walk out. Oh, it's a bit like Doug. Whenever we go to York, he he spends half his life in the train museum. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl just loved the train. And it was free. Yeah, free. Yep. 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 It was free. It was great. Yeah. And the wall, we just loved the wall. We yeah. we walked the wall, yeah. And York Minster, oh, we could have spent forever in there. Did you climb up the top? No, it was it was booked out. Uh, unfortunately, okay. when we were there, um, we much preferred that to Westminster Abbey. Okay, simply because we found Westminster Abbey too crowded. Yeah, yeah. Too yeah. many people, you couldn't enjoy it. Yeah, like we we were able to say, yeah, we've been there, done it. 
But York Minster was just amazing and like the underground bit where they'd been doing the, reserv- the renovations and all that all that history under there, it was really good. Oh, that's good. So then, then we did the shambles yep. and um, that. So after there, we we headed off to, we caught the train, got on the train again and went to Edinburgh. There was track work, so we had to go the long way and go the scenic way, which was really nice. We didn't care. Yeah. So so that was really good. Tra- the trains are amazing. We just couldn't yeah. believe how good the train system was. Yeah, good to hear that because he used to work on that. So Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, it was your suggestion to do the, the to do the train, and because we couldn't find hotels with car parking, and if they did, it was like a hundred dollars a day. Yeah, yeah. So it was easier out once we left Edinburgh. So we headed up to Edinburgh and had two, uh, three nights in Edinburgh, which was a nice amount of time. Still didn't see it all. Um, I guess the highlight of Edinburgh was climbing Arpa Seat. You did it again, again. I, I was inspired by Doug. I said. I didn't think I'd do it, but we did it. Oh, well, he's going to be so chuffed, but, you know, I think he knows why I will, I will tell him again that you did it because he, he he just, because we did it. Well, because, you know, we were talking the day that he did it in Edinburgh. Yeah. I had toothache, so I just went back to the hotel because I, I was still, I was, in fact, I'm having that tooth taken out tomorrow. Um, I, it, It's just given me problems ever since. And I just went back to the hotel feeling sorry for myself. And he's like, no, I'm going to climb it. It's a really yeah. good day. And he was determined. So he'll be dead chuffed that you did that. Yeah. Well, Daryl didn't want to do it. He he said no. And then we decided on right on sunset we were going to do it. Daryl goes, I know how I didn't want to do it on my own. He says, I know how much you want to do it. Let's go do it. So we did it. We walked down in the dark. Wow. (laughs) It was great. It was the highlight, absolute highlight of Edinburgh. Oh, brilliant. I'm so glad. Did you get the good views? Obviously, it'll be dark. The beautiful views at the top, absolutely stunning views at the top. Walked through the beautiful old cemetery, found some um, um, old ancestor graves there, so that was really good too. Oh, cool. On, on Daryl's side of the family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that was good. So then, and the Royal Brot Yacht Britannia, that was another highlight. Absolutely. Oh, that yeah. was a real highlight. And it's very, obviously, with the um, the Crown recently kind of highlighted the Royal Yacht Britannia yeah. stuff. So even more interesting people going to see that now yeah but yeah I'm glad you went to see that and um and so you so three days so you obviously you did quite a lot though in the three days that you were there so yeah you know you were you were were busy so you just you just walked around Edinburgh obviously it's a walkable city it's a lot of stairs up and down though isn't it steps we bought we got the hop on hop off bus the yeah the royal package so that got to lead to the so we got that and that was really good. We bought, we found those to be quite good. So we got the hop on hop off bus just about everywhere. It's a good way to get orientated as well, isn't it? Good way to get orientated with a place to kind of, and yeah, and find where things are. Some places yeah. you didn't need it. So, but we did, but then we left Edinburgh and that's where we picked up the hire car. Yep. And then we, we had a bit of drama with the hire car. So we didn't get out of Edinburgh until later, until um, lunchtime, which we lost half a day. And then we programmed um, Sterling into it. But there must be a Sterling in England because our nav man was taking us back to England, not up oh. to Inverness. Oh, right. Oh, dear. So we lost a lot of time that day. Right. right. So we drove to Inverness via Sterling. So we had to, we were hoping to have kind of a good part of the day in Sterling. So we missed the Kelpies. Oh, okay. Um, we went to the wheel for, um, wheel, yeah. that was amazing that was yeah. really good yeah that was amazing then we headed to sterling so we had planned to do the william 
Wallace um, Monument and yeah. Stirling Castle, but because of the lost time, we had to choose. Yeah. So Braveheart won out. Okay. So we climbed, we climbed the monument, and that yep. oh, that was something else. Oh, that's good. Well, we we when we were back last year, we ended up. I met some friends, and it kind of put us way behind. So we didn't end up. So we had to do. So we went to the castle instead. But Doug's like, um, we're going. We've been to the Wallace Monument before, but he's like, no, we're going there next time again. So yeah, well, next time <laughs> we we will do the. We drove past the castle and took a photo yeah. and had a look, but yeah. we were time constraints, so we had yeah. to choose one or the other. So we chose that, and that was really good. Yeah, no, we, we were in the same boat. Sometimes you have to. It's like things happen and your, your schedule doesn't go quite as you want it. Yeah. So then did you drive straight up to Fort William? Uh, no, we didn't. then up to Inverness and had oh. two nights oh. in Inverness. Yep. And that was it for me. I was I said to Dale, that's it, holiday's over, I'm quitting my job, I'm living here. I'm moving here, I love it. Oh, wow. Inverness <laughs> was really just, did not expect it. It was beautiful. I don't know what it was, I just loved it. We loved it. Yeah, wow. And we did the um, Culloden Battlefields, which was really, that's something else. Yeah, that museum's excellent at Culloden, isn't it? It's really yeah. good. And I, I don't know if you were there, there were, there were people kind of showing you, like, the different like, weapons they used and all sorts of things in the battle. Yeah, yeah. Really that, good. That was really good. That was a highlight. And we went out, I can't remember what it was called. We went out to a fort out. Um, fort George? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, we went out there. That was really good too. That was yeah. a really good morning as well. So then we drove down from Inverness down to Fort William and we did we did the um, Loch Ness. We did a river cruise on the Loch Ness and in the pouring rain, that was the first day of rain. So that was like the second week and it was the first rain we got. So you had good weather when you were we there? We had amazing. We had really good weather. Yeah. We were really lucky. So we had really good weather. Yeah. So we did the Jacobite train and it was that was just something else. We loved that. That was We, we like steam trains and we just had a great day. And then um, – so then we had a really big day and everyone kind of said to us, oh, you're crazy, but we did what we wanted to do. <laughs> and we drove from Fort William to a place called Lowick. Right, yes. And that was, Lowick was just something that I Googled to find somewhere that was close to Holy Island that we could sleep the night. Right. And found this hotel. So we were a bit nervous. Right. And oh my goodness, this place was amazing. It was the best little pub in the middle of nowhere. Amazing. Oh. Absolutely. Food was beautiful. The hotel was, the staff were amazing. Our room was something else. And it was just in the middle of nowhere. Oh, oh well, I'm going to have to get all the names of all these places that you stayed at. Yeah. Because people want to know, because it, it yeah. sounds like you stayed in some fantastic places. Yeah. So now that place at Lowick was just like, as I said, it was like just picked. That'll do. We'll stay there. It's only a five minute drive to Holy Island because we weren't sure what the tides were going to be and if we were going to get over there. Yeah. Because everyone told us it was such a long drive. You're crazy. You'll never get there in time. But it was easy. You guys are Aussies. Yeah, I know. So you, you know what? Doing a drive like we drive nine hours here, and we're I know. like, I know. Yeah. So, so we Googled on our way, um, we go I didn't even think it was a thing, but I Googled to see our last name being Hume, if there's a Hume castle anywhere. And of course there's a whole village, Hume Village, with a Hume Castle. Oh wow. So we went at, just out of Kelso. Yeah, oh I think oh. that was what it was close. Yeah. So it was in the border region. Yep. Yeah. 
So on our way, we detoured and we went and checked out this amazing little castle on a hill, like ruins of this castle. That was a real highlight as well. We loved that. That's so cool. I love the way that you travel. You're, you're so great. The way you kind of, you know, you do that research and then you're like, I'm going to go here and then you look something up and go, you know, it's brilliant. It's really cool. And we had this, we, we sort of said to ourselves, we can't do everything. We know we want to do a lot. We can't do everything. Um, so we missed the Cotswolds. We did miss the cots, but we weren't that concerned. I know that that like we know that you said that's a really good place to go, and it is somewhere we do want to go another time. But for us, for what we wanted, that was like, yeah, we can't do it all. We'll, we will give that one a miss. Exactly, exactly. And the thing is, like, you know, you've been now, you've loved it, and you're going to go back. So, so next time you can include it. And you know, you you did a lot. You did it. You did a lot in the time that you were there. So sometimes you just have to, I'm, I'm going back over for three months again this year. I was back three months and you know, I didn't get everywhere I wanted to go. Nice. I've got, you know, I'm going, I didn't get to Oxford last year and, and I'm going, that's the first place on the top of my list to go because yeah. I didn't get a chance to go last year. So you just have to, you just have to this, you know, give it, you just have to go right. Okay. I can't fit it in. Well, what do I, and that's what I say when I do that itinerary thing is like, what is the thing I really, really must do? Yeah. And must what are the things I'd like to do? And then, you know, you do your must do's. And then if you can fit those like to do's in, then that, that's great. And you can't, you can't pr- uh, procrastinate and you can't think, Oh, I wish I did that. I wish I did that. You just got to make the decision and do it. Exactly. So we crammed a lot into Northumberland. We did Holy Island and then Bamberg Castle all in one day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, when I look back now, I don't know how we fit it in, but we did. But you did, and you were determined to do that. Did You got out to, because I know Hadrian's Wall was something that um, Daryl was really interested in. Yeah, so we stayed at Newbigin by the Sea at that night, and which was a Sunday night, and then we, because that was where my grandfather was from, so we went and found his house he grew up in and everything. Uh. Missed out on a Sunday roast. That's another story. I, Sunday roast in England are not that easy to come by. <laughs> So then we went, so we left from Newbigin by the sea and then we, we kind of did the Hadrian's Wall across to get to the other side. So, yeah. yeah, that was really good. We really enjoyed that. We need to go back and spend more time there as well. Yeah, yeah. So then we, we headed over to Cockermouth, which is sort of not somewhere that people would normally go, but because of family connections, we went there. Yep. Um, that was really lovely, lovely little place, really beautiful little place. And then headed on down to Lake Windermere. Yeah, lovely. So that was amazing, really amazing, really could have just just could stay there too. It was just like we felt like for the first because it wasn't we weren't on holidays. We were seeing we were there to see what we could see and just to experience England. Yeah. And we got to Lake Windermere and I thought I was on a summer holiday. We even sat down by the water, had an ice cream and just soaked up the atmosphere. It was really, really, really nice. Oh, lovely. And again, stayed in a really nice um, guest house there as well. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So, so after the Lake District, where did you head? Obviously, then is that when you went down to Chester? Yeah. So we kind of went to Lahundanu. I think that's how they say it. I can't. Thalandlu, something like that. Oh, okay. So North Wales. Oh, okay. I probably won't be. Able, as I'm English. I probably won't be able to pronounce it properly either. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so. <laughs> so North Wales. Yeah. Which was amazing because they, even though it was a week before their Guy Fawkes night, because of their tides and everything, they had their fireworks night that night. Oh, cool. So that was amazing. Oh. There must have been tens of thousands of people there all down on the beach. So we couldn't get dinner anywhere that night. So our guest house that we stayed, or Batique Hotel, I think they called it there, which was right on the beach. We were just sat and had fish and chips on the beach with everybody else. Was that Landuno? Yeah. 
They don't pronounce it like that. Clandidno. I can never pronounce it right. It's Clandidno. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I just say North Wales. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I know where you mean. <laughs> so, we, so we had, that was really nice, and the pier that just goes forever, like this really long pier and the beautiful beachfront. And then we went to Conway Castle. We yep. did the hop-on, hop-off bus there, which was really good. So it, so we just parked up. When we got places, we just parked at the hotel and then we just got buses. Yep. And then we went over to Conway or Conway, however they pronounce it, and did the castle and did the um, the, the town walls. And that's a really yep. interesting little place as well. Yep. And the castle was amazing. Oh, that's good. So you've been seeing, you saw quite a few castles when you were over there then? We did. We saw as many as we didn't see them all. Missed some that we would have liked to have seen, but like anything, you couldn't see it all. There's, but there's we saw many. everything we wanted. <laughs> there's so many. I mean, you in Northumberland, it's got more than any other county. And I, I don't even know how many Northumberland's got, but it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So then we headed down to Cardiff. Yep. Cardiff, if I could, if I, Cardiff was amazing, but we didn't give it the time it needed. Right. It was a one night stop for us. We should have used that night somewhere else, not because we didn't like Cardiff, but we did not give Cardiff the time. Because we stopped at Chester, we didn't get there until 2 o'clock. We rushed to see the castle. We rushed to do a river, I think it was a river, the boat ride down the river to see the other end of Cardiff and had dinner and then we left in the morning. So, unfortunately, we didn't give Cardiff the justice it deserved. Yeah, yeah. So, which is a shame because it was a, looked like a pretty place. Yeah, it is. But yeah, as you say, sometimes that, that's sometimes I think, you know, but you stopped off and enjoyed Chester. So, you know. Yeah. No regrets, no regrets, but just thinking, you know, if that would be the only thing of our whole itinerary, if I had the exact same option that I would just change. Move that out. Yeah. So where did you go after Cardiff? To Bath. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bath, yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Loved, everything was amazing. Loved Bath. Bath was really good. Loved the Roman, the Roman Baths. Yeah. My tip would be if you're there on a, on a Sunday, Monday, don't go there, mon- don't go there on Sunday. Yeah, busy. Go there Monday. Yeah. Cause it was really busy and we walked past it Monday and there was no lines. Yeah. And I think, was that the school, um, holidays as well? I think that it was. Yeah. So it would have been even busier. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's nice to go when it's a bit quiet. Actually, Doug and I went in July, no, end of June, beginning of July, and it wasn't too bad, but we booked and we knew we what time we're going in. And because, yeah. Uh, yeah, it can get busy, but because um, it's a great place to, to wander around. That was, yeah, and, it, and it's don't go thinking you're only going to be there for an hour. To yeah. really enjoy it, you need to take your time yeah. and really enjoy it. And we did. We really enjoyed it. And, had a champagne by the baths and oh lovely yeah really did the nice romantic thing and did yeah. all the touristy thing and then we did the bath abbey yep and climbed up the bell tower that's something that everyone should do if they go there the yep. views from that is amazing and this just the story and the history of it yep did a um top on hop off bus tour there as well and um, went to the outskirts didn't get off anywhere just had a look around but just yeah so we tossed up from there whether we were going to go and do a day trip to the Cotswolds or if we were going to go down to Stonehenge, but we did neither. Okay. <laughs> we did neither and we just enjoyed Bath. Yeah, just exactly. Yeah. Wandered around, wandered around Bath and really enjoyed it. And then we went to, to Cornwall. Yeah. So little old Wendy from Australia thought Cornwall was just a city like everywhere else we went. So. 
lo and behold, she was a bit shocked. We were a bit shocked when we saw how big Cornwall was and it wasn't a city. Yep, yep, yep. And <laughs> we weren't prepared for that. Right. So back to the UK travel planning website and Facebook page and what do we see in Cornwall? And we got on to, I can't remember their names now. Yeah, Manege Tours. That's it, yeah, Manege Tours and said, can you please fit us in because we've got so much to see and no time to do it. Yep. And that tour was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal, worth every single cent. That's brilliant. And we had the worst weather that day. That was when we got the bad weather. We had the worst wind and rain. Yeah. And our guide was amazing, took us everywhere, and it was really good. Had a great day. Went to the oldest pub that was like 600 years old or something for a lunch. Had yeah. a Cornwall, Cornish pasty and went to Land's End, went to all these little places that we would never have known, would never yeah. have known. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I'll, 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 I'm hopefully Doug that owns Manish Church. Does he listen to the podcast? Do you appreciate yeah. that? Oh, they were amazing. I can't remember what our tour. I had to go through. I can't remember what our tour guide, but he was love, amazing, absolutely Brilliant. amazing, great tour. And they fitted us in, as I said. Like I think we rang him the day before. Oh, that's great. That's so. Great. And they fitted us in, so that was really, really good. And like, would recommend him to anybody going to Cornwall. And I, if we were there for longer, I would have done two or three of his tours because they were amazing. And you know what? The nice thing is as well that if you do those, it's the same with Cotswolds with Victoria. I almost said to people, it's like, then you can sit back and enjoy it because someone else is doing the driving around those little lanes. That's so right. They take you to all the places. They know the quickest ways to get there, the best ways to get there. So you can sit back and actually enjoy it, the scenery, whether rather than having to kind of do the driving at that point. So it's nice sometimes to do that. So the driver wanted to take us on the narrowest road he could find because he said he wanted to shock us, and I think he did that. Just in St Ives itself was pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we stayed at um, the castle, which you, re- on your site, recommend that on your places of staying. We picked it up from your site. So yep. the ca- Tregenna Castle. Yep, yep. Oh, fabulous. Brilliant. Yep, yeah. it was fabulous. We um one of the little barmen was from Brisbane in Australia, so oh, wow. we've held up with him, but no, yeah. we had it was an amazing place. Like the gardens, walking down to the St. Ives. Yeah. I'd like to go there and just stay there and not leave, just spend some time in the premises. Yeah, yeah. So but I mean it, it was old, it was a castle, it was old, yeah. but absolutely top notch. Oh brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. So then from St. Ives we um, we, this was another umming and ahhing place that we were like, will we or won't we? Are we going to go there or are we not going to go there? And that was Salisbury. Yep. Because we wanted to fit in Stonehenge because we didn't get there from Bath. So yep. we thought, oh, well, we'll stop. That's half, it was kind of like halfway between um, St. Ives and Southampton. So yep. we stopped at Salisbury and that was another, oh, my gosh, place. Like we knew nothing about Salisbury. We didn't have any, we hadn't really looked it up or anything. We just knew it was close to Stonehenge and we did Stonehenge in the afternoon and then we didn't know about this beautiful, because we were, we went to cathedrals were our thing, cathedrals and castles. The cathedral? <laughs> the cathedral was amazing. Yeah. We wanted to climb the, the bell tower there too, but they were booked out that day. Uh. So we couldn't climb that one either. But, yeah, and then we went to, I can't remember what it was called. There was like a fort outside the town. Uh, Old Serum? Yes. And it just, going up to the fort, 
summed up my whole opinion of England. So when I got to England, I always knew that it's got a huge population, much much bigger population than Australia. It's smaller than Australia. So I had no idea that there'd be so much open space. Ah, okay. So I was really surprised at all the open space. And so I I kept on saying to Daryl, it's like someone in the olden days, they went and drew a square and go, we'll build a city there. They go and draw another square. And when we went up to Old Sarum and you look down over um, Salisbury, it exactly pictured what I was thinking. Everything's in a square. And once you walk out of that square, it's just land. Yeah, yeah. It's um, and a lot of the places are built where the Romans created. They there was the Romans that were there, and they built um all the or oh, the Saxons and all that before that. So yeah, yeah. you know, you go to a lot of places like York or um yeah, loads of places that you went that there would have been Roman like um Romans were there thousands of years ago, a couple yeah. of thousand years ago when they invaded Britain. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's always really interesting. I mean, I love seeing all the Roman um ruins everywhere. It's it does. Oh. Well, even in the um, cathedral at Salisbury, like it's this. What did they say? Two rivers or something below? Like there's no rivers in sight, and the the cathedral's built over a river. And I'm like, oh yeah, how? And then they give you this stick, and you put the stick down, and it only goes down like a meter, and then you're hitting water. It was just, it was absolutely amazing. And to see the um, original page from the um, Doomsday Book. Yep. But that was amazing as well. That was, and we weren't expecting that. Yeah. So Salisbury was one of those little hidden bonuses that we weren't expecting. Oh, that's. Cool. And then we ended up down at um, Southampton, ready for our cruise. Yeah, yeah. And then you went on your cruise to America, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yes, that was cool. Yes. And then you flew back from America back to Australia. Yeah, we did. Okay. So how long were you away all together? We were away just short of eight weeks, seven and a half weeks. Wow, that's that's a good trip. It was a very good trip. Are you planning your next one? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I know yes, we go away in September. Oh, excellent, excellent. So, so obviously, hopefully going back to the UK um, maybe next year, the year after, so that will be really yeah. good. And I know you've talked yeah. about doing the North Coast 500, which Doug and I did last year. It was absolutely amazing. That's Yeah, that's. So obviously you've talked about, it sounds like all the accommodation that you chose was really good. So that's fantastic. So I think the best way to do it is I'll get the names of the places that you stayed, mm-hmm. stayed at and where, and then I can list those in the show notes. So anybody's yep. in looking up the different places that you stayed. If you had to choose kind of the one, and I know you really liked all the places, but the one that you, if you had to go and spend a month there, which one would you go to? Mm, I love Tregenna Castle yep. in um, St. Ives. And I loved the um the little guest house we stayed at. It. Oh, they were all good. The one at Fort William was really good. Yeah, you put me on the spot. No, I did. <laughs> well, we can say the one. And the one at Lake Windermere is Windermere was really good too. Yeah. Okay. There's three. Yeah, that's that's three. Well, all of them sounded really good that you chose. They were all. There was actually there was only one that we wouldn't recommend, and we didn't. And it wasn't it wasn't the hotel, it wasn't this company, it wasn't the people. It was sheer it was purely the age of the building. Ah, uh, okay, okay. We could hear the person in the next room snoring and it was just, and it was just the building. It was nothing else. It was just the age of the building. Ah, uh, okay. And you have to expect that. Yeah, exactly. Um so I'm gonna ask you a few questions that things that come up in the group. So 
um, did you find, because you were driving, did you find that you needed, because we found when we were in places that we needed some cash for parking. So how did you get on? Did you take cash? Did you use card? How did you get on with that? We actually didn't find that because I was prepared for that. No, we didn't take, we had a little bit of cash. Yep. So we probably took, I took about $200 out. Yep. Um, when we first got there and we hardly used cash. Um, card was accepted everywhere, even for parking. Yeah. So we have, um, I've got a Combank, we, which I've had for years. Every time I go overseas, I've got a Combank travel card which I can just hook up to my account and I can just transfer money. There's no fees. Yeah. So if I need to get cash out, I put that in an ATM. And you're off, yeah. Or I used my um, my credit card, which has got no international fees. Oh, okay. So that's that's good. So um, how did you find the driving? Or did you did you did Daryl do all the driving? Daryl did all the driving. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. No, Daryl did all the driving. So I didn't even get in there. Not once. Oh, and how did he find it? Was he okay with that? I know he enjoys driving, so I guess it wasn't. Yeah, yeah he was fine. Yeah, he was fine with it. Like it wasn't as bad as what people, like it was what stories we'd heard. Yes, the roads are narrow. The narrow, the roads are narrow. But we went from town to town, so we were on the motorway and we were on like main roads. Yeah, we did find um, when we went out looking for Hume Castle, and we went out in the hills. The roads very narrow, but it was fine. It was an adventure. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. And um, so so what about things? Because obviously you were in the UK in October. So how about how did you find the weather and packing? What did you just take kind of layers and stuff? Did you find it? Was it warm, cold? Obviously, we used to warmer weather in Australia than generally the UK. But how do you find that? I'm a cold frog. Yeah. So I feel the cold, but it wasn't as cold as I thought it was going to be. Okay. So we took way too much. Okay. We took way too much stuff. So the first week in London, we just had um, we we got those Kathmandu um, puffer jack- yeah. jackets, you yeah. know the down ones, yeah. and we had the vest as well. So we just found while we we're in London, we just had the vest and like a lightweight skivvy underneath, it, and we were fine for that week. Yeah. yeah. When we were in Cornwall, it was absolutely damn freezing. Yeah. And we were layered up then. And in Scotland, it was a bit cold. Yeah, well, colder the further north you go, yeah. But it wasn't unbearably cold. Yeah. And I feel the cold. So, no, we took way too much clothes. We took jumpers and jumpers and scarves. And we did buy a um, a neck warmer thing. Yeah, yeah. And we did wear that a couple of times. But, no, it was fine. We took way too much clothes. So my advice, next time I'm going to halve what I take. I tried to do that every time. You know, I, I before I went, because I was there, we were there May, June, July, and August. And so I needed some kind of spring things in the summer. Yeah. And I took very little, and I still took too much. I, there was still like yeah. three or four outfits I didn't even wear. Yeah. So I think it's that. It's trying to be like, and especially if you, you just want it to have what you've got and half it, half it, just keep getting, taking it down to like, because yeah. you really, you don't need, you know, if you're wearing jeans or leggings or whatever, you don't need a huge amount. Of, no, you don't. really don't. And we took, we bought um, waterproof hiking boots and they were the best thing. We lived in them. Yeah, yeah. Because when it does rain, even like we found when we were in London one morning it rained when we were going to the change of the guards. Yeah. And when it rains, it really rains. It doesn't last for long, but it really but really rains though, and you get really big puddles. Yes, you do. Yes. And so we had those um, walking boots, hiking boots, waterproof ones, and they were a godsend. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like comfortable, like waterproof shoes. They were really comfy. Yeah, yeah. are really good. 
Um, so let's talk about food. So let's. So you you wanted a Sunday roast. Tell me the story about the Sunday roast, there, Wendy. My gosh! So this, that's all I wanted was a Sunday roast. So we got to London and we couldn't find a pub. But I guess that first Sunday, because we arrived on Friday. I guess that first Sunday we weren't really looking for it. Yep. So we did look for a pub that had Sunday roast, but we didn't find one, but that was fine. It wasn't a big deal. So then the second Sunday I think we were in Edinburgh yeah, and we couldn't find one. Uh-huh. But we went to – we had a Yorkshire pudding instead. Yeah, well, it's good. So <laughs> but then we were in um, Newbigin by the Sea and I'd, at this stage this was our third Sunday and I was hanging out for a Sunday roast. And we were staying in a pub, and I thought, for sure they'd get a Sunday roast. Looked on their website, yep, they do a Sunday roast. Yes, between 12 and 4 only. Yep. Guess what time we got there? 4 o'clock. 5 to 4, and they'd sold out. Oh, no. Yeah, they don't do them all day, most of the place you have to get. No. Quite often you have to book, actually. I mean. That's what we found out in Bath. So the next Sunday we're in Bath, and we're walking around Bath to all the little pubs saying, oh, we want a Sunday roast. Have you booked? No. No, and we get to this one, and this guy must have taken pity on me because I said, I'm an Australian. I've only just got here. How do I know I have to book a week in advance? <laughs> and he took pity on me and said, come back at 4 o'clock and I'll get you a Sunday roast. Oh, so we did get one. That's brilliant. You'll have to tell me the name of that place. I'll give him a shout-out for doing that. That's yeah, they brilliant. were really good. He was really lovely. I mean, I was just going, well, I don't know about these things. Oh. I come from Australia. <laughs> So uh, the next thing I was going to ask you was anything that surprised you about the UK, but you kind of already said that you were Yeah, quite... it was the open space. Yeah. And the friendliness of people. People were so friendly. Yeah, that's good. That's good. The people were so friendly. Like even we were on the train going from York to London, York to Edinburgh, and there was these two girls sitting behind us and they they had quite strong accents and they were quite loud and they were having a girls weekend away. And then all of a sudden they start, you couldn't help but hear their conversation. And then they, one of the girls said to him, oh, what do you think of Australians? And the other girl said, they're really loud and obnoxious. Oh, no. So I turned around and said, oh, really? <laughs> and this poor girl was mortified that she wanted to buy me drinks on the train where I was just like, making fun of it saying yeah, we can be loud we can be obnoxious <laughs> and then but it made for such a good talking point and such yeah. a, like a really nice friendship from it just oh. well, because I turned around and said really yeah like, yeah in the you know, strong Australian accent what are you talking about yeah <laughs> she was so mortified but oh. she couldn't apologize enough but it made for like like a really good friendship for the rest of the train trip having a really good conversation on why they were going to Edinburgh and what they were doing. and uh, Yeah, it was, but it was just one of those funny moments. Oh, no, that's, that sounds really good. And it's always nice on trains. I think, you know, more often than not, we end up talking to people on the trains and you find out where they're going and where they've yeah. been and what it is. So it's always really – it's and it's really relaxing when you're on the train as well. Yeah, the trains were really – we were really – we were really impressed with the trains. That's good. That's good. You weren't, you didn't get caught out in, with any of the strikes because obviously there's been strikes since last June. Um, so. no, we missed them every time by a day. Oh, I you're lucky. Two when we were there and yeah. we missed them both by a day. Oh, that's good. Because we were a bit worried when we got off at Heathrow whether to catch the train to our hotel or not. And that was around about when the strikes were. So yeah. we just emailed the hotel and they organized a, um, a transfer for us. So that worked out really well for us. Oh, that's good. That's good yeah. of them. Yeah. 
So is there anything that you would, if you were going to do the trip again, you would do differently? I know you said you'd probably just miss out Cardiff because you didn't have the time there. Yeah, no, everything was perfect. Like it was, our trip was perfect. We had, we were lucky. We just, there was nothing to complain about. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So, yeah, no, it was really good. And so I'm going to say thanks so much, Wendy, for coming on the podcast. It was really good. And it was it was so lovely because obviously we did the itinerary consult with you and followed your trip. So. Oh, that was amazing. That The itinerary consult, like, that was just talking to you and Doug and, like, all those midnight messages when I was messaging you must have been so sick of me. No, I was fine. I was fine. You guys absolutely helped us so much. You know, and I was just, I prefer that you ask me the questions, then I can help you. Then then you sit and think, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Because I can probably answer it, or Doug can answer it pretty quickly and solve the problem rather yeah. than you, you know, thinking about it for a while. So it was absolutely fine. And we were just so happy that you had such a good trip. Oh, we did. And because I was really overwhelmed. Like, at first yeah. part, we were getting, I was getting really overwhelmed with it. Like, just like the more you research, the more you want to see. And, and that's when we just had to sit back and say, hey, you can't see it all. Be happy with what you do. And then we made we made a pact because you know money the exchange rate was so bad when we were there. Yeah. So we just we said to each other we bought the passes we bought the London pass we bought the York pass we bought the Edinburgh pass. Yeah. We did the hop on hop off buses and we kind of just said to each other what's not included in them we just won't do we'll go and yep. look at it but we don't yep. have to do everything and we don't feel like we missed anything. No, no, I don't think you did. I think you 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 did such a lot. You really did. So I always end the podcast with the the same question. Um, what is the one tip, uh, Wendy, that you would give to anyone planning a trip to the UK for the first time? Don't be overwhelmed. Don't. F- I was very, especially London, especially going to London. I was so focused on being in the best spot. Like, what's the best spot? Everyone said this was the best spot. Just don't even worry about that because no matter where you stay, the tube is right there and the tube is so easy and everything is easy to get to. We better kind of sign off, but um, it's really good talking to you. So thanks so much, Wendy, for coming on. Yeah, no, no worries. And thank and big, big shout out to you guys. You got we couldn't have done it without you guys. You really made our trip really has like it was flawless. We didn't even have any hiccups, and I think it was because of you guys. Oh, seriously, that's so lovely. Thank you so much for saying that, Wendy. I really, we were both Doug and I really appreciate that. We really do. Yeah, no, we appreciate your help and we couldn't have done it without you. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. Again, I'd like to say a huge thank you to Wendy for coming onto the podcast to share her trip. Details of the places Wendy mentioned, plus the accommodation they stayed at during the trip, can be found in this week's episode show notes at uktravelplanning.com forward slash episode 32. Remember, if you're feeling overwhelmed planning your trip, you can find details of our popular itinerary review service also in the show notes. Lastly, I want to give a huge shout out and thanks for all the amazing podcast reviews we have been receiving. For example, from Robin's Nest in the US, who said, This is a magnificent resource on many platforms. Tracy has put together an amazing resource package for traveling the UK. I love this podcast. I listen to them multiple times as I drive through my day. Not only are they informative, they are entertaining. We were making our first trip over to England this year and I feel so prepared. This is going to be so much fun. Thank you so much, Robin. That's just, it just was so lovely reading that. And everyone else who's left us a rating and or review. We really, really appreciate it. I will be reading out more in upcoming podcast episodes. So listen out and you may get a shout out just like Robin. Again, 
Thanks for listening, and until next week's episode, happy UK travel planning. Thank you.